emailed you last month, but I didn't get so. Okay, we got you. Okay. 47-year-old female suffering with severe dizziness, vertigo. I've, I'm 340 pounds and have been eating liver with brown rice and vegetables like you told me. I eat oatmeal with a banana and water for breakfast every day. Drink one gallon of water every day. Occasional coffee. I called 911 because I felt like I was going to pass out from being so dizzy. So that's the main issue. Dizzy, vertigo, um, anxiety attacks from now and then, um, blood sugar, 178 over 113. But when I arrived, the hospital went down to 132 to 80. So. Okay, so she doesn't have high blood pressure. Okay. Because Take that it just went us. down, rest the way down. So she's 340 pounds. Has she lost any weight on this diet? Do we have any other? It doesn't say. I don't know. Let's say she hasn't. Let's just yeah. pull it out the air here. Uh, she's got to increase her bowel movements. Also, for 340 pounds, a gallon a day is not enough water, unfortunately. Wow. She needs, yeah, one and a half gallons at least. You do the math here, and it turns out be seven quarts is what she needs a day and uh, yeah I would say increase her bowel movements now the other thing she could do would be to add a couple of strips of bacon that would be fat mm -hmm. and because the liver might not have enough fat for her so maybe like I don't know three slices of bacon a day but she's 340 pounds. She's eating a lot of stuff that we're not really aware of here. Yeah, you know, we don't have the full list. But oatmeal wouldn't be a good thing to lose weight, would it? I wouldn't. I would eat oatmeal. Yeah, she's eating that every day. I wouldn't. And again, at 340 pounds, she can eat a meal a day or every other day. She, you know, food is not a, a strict requirement here. Mm -hmm. I would just eat one meal a day. Or, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for the three meal a day thing. And hey, just relax, chill. And the dizziness will will go away as you poop and as you lose the weight. Uh, inclusion body mitosis. Thirteen years. M Y C O mycosis. My. Myositis, S-T-I-T-I-S. Myositis. Ah, myositis. 13 years in a wheelchair. Inflammation of the muscle. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Lost the ability to walk and use my forearms. Did some research and there seems to be a connection to taking the statin drugs and adult onset. <laughs> I, did he take statin drugs? Is that right? Uh, I did that take them for several stuff. years. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So you got to get off okay. those, right? Get off those. Is he still taking them? I don't know. Uh, anyway, what's the question? Question five reverses myositis. Is there any uh, natural avenues we can explore liver, vitality cycles, cholesterol, ivermectin, whatever? All right, so we know the cause. The guy's taking cholesterol drugs. That's also the solution. Stop the cholesterol drugs. And raises cholesterol to 350. How do you raise your cholesterol to 350 for God's sake? Well, you eat brain, 
both testicles, liver, and steak. Steak. You can rotate those four. Um, you've got to raise your cholesterol. I'm just mentioning the meat parts, but you do need to eat a lot, a lot of vegetables. Uh, you can eat some carbs. The required dose of carbs is two tablespoons a day. You can go higher if you feel better with a higher dose of carbs. That's it. But that's what he needs to do. He needs to uh, bring in the cholesterol big time. Stop the cholesterol medications. And rotate some um, meat, meat, uh, beef in there to strengthen his muscles. Mm-hmm. When you say two okay. tablespoons, would that be like two tablespoons of rice dry? After you cook it, two tablespoons. Oh, that's not much. Really? What is that's that? Not much, but some people try and get carbs totally out of their diet. And what happens? Uh, their blood sugar can go away low. Uh, their brain cannot work so well because it, the brain works on carbs. So if you eat the two tablespoons a day, it gives your brain uh, enough carbs to kind of kickstart. Wow. And then your body break down other things uh, to make uh, carbs. Could you now, make... this person say he was skinny? Did, did we, get, did we no. get that he was skinny? No. We don't know. Okay. On the carbs, if you made it... Like uh, more than that, a rice, could you save it till the next day or would that be old energy or eating it? It's okay. Save it till the next day. I'm sorry, you can save you're it? Getting enough energy, you're getting enough energy in your organ meats and stuff, so so you're not dependent on that. I like see. If you're on a vegetarian and vegan diet, then that's, there's a huge issue with maximizing the energy content mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. your carbs, for example, because hmm. you're not eating the high energy meats. Yeah, I've not. Do, I've been. I've not been doing many carbs at all. Maybe I'll insert a little bit of rice just for fun, huh? Yeah, not much. Two tablespoons. Okay, two tablespoons. Cool. Here's uh, Mary. Is seventy years old. Cataracts. I've been doing your oh. ginger uh, wash. I wash. Twi- I, I wash twice a day, but doesn't seem to help so far. Any other suggestions? Can my kid rid of these guys? Cataracts. Yeah, so she's taking turpentine. Uh, she's not taking turpentine. She doesn't she's say. She, she doesn't say. Yeah, she can go to vitaliacycles.com, download the Candida Cleaning Report, and start uh, turpentine. And increase her intake of vegetables. And if she's not diabetic, she can even drink uh, a quart a day of carrot juice. If she is diabetic, lean more towards celery juice, and that's going to uh, break up those cataracts. Breaking up is hard to do. <laughs> no, it's not. We're with Dr. Jennifer Daniel. She's out of, uh, in the great uh, country of... Panama. 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 Her website is vitalitycycles.com. You can sign up for Jamming with Jen. You can download the Candida Cleaner Report for freebie, Right. Right? You can listen to incredible uh, recordings of past radio shows and oh. videos. These videos have been taken down from YouTube, so you know they're good. <laughs> you know they're good. <laughs> you know they're good. <laughs> also, a lot of these questions that people are asking me uh, are answered and addressed really thoroughly in the Home Healers program. So you can purchase that at the website and it literally tells you how to be your own home healer. And a lot of people um, 
you know, writing in today have asked questions like, well, without drinking water, how can I heal? And the answer is you can't. <laughs> so there are basics. It's like, how can I walk and, uh, oh, wait, let's cut the legs off first. Hmm. But there are basics. Most diseases start with dehydration and then they're compounded by malnutrition, which means nutritional content of your food is too low. And then that's compounded by constipation or toxicity. So that's a simple story. And I go over this like very uh, clearly, thoroughly, and give all kinds of tips how to remedy this or remedy that. Okay, you, you're not drinking enough water, you want to drink more, how do you do that? I have a whole chapter on how to do that. Mm. So um, I help you remedy the fundamental causes of disease, which basically gets you healthy. And then educate you on ultra high nutrition foods that you can eat. And you'll notice that most of them are simply absent from the modern American diet. Um, one example is black squid egg. When's the last time you had black squid egg? Yeah, when's the last time? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So all of these foods actually are available in the United States. You can buy them. They're, they're not very expensive. But people are conditioned not to eat them. Mm -hmm. And this is what causes a lot of illnesses we associate with old age. I'll give you an example. My mother's 90 years old. So when she was 89, oh, she's 91 now. When she was 89, she was clearly senile. Nothing she said made any sense. Every single sentence was filled with nothing but pronouns. So you never knew what she was talking about because she never used a noun. And I just said, Mom, you're losing it. You've got to eat some brain. And she says, and so of course she gives me this babbling uh, response of basically not compliance. And I said, you got a grandkid there in the house? Yeah, yeah, so also here. It's okay, call him over. So she called him over. And so finally she agreed she would eat the brain, but of course she couldn't find it. At that time, um, Amazon was shipping frozen brain. <laughs> so we went on Amazon. He got her credit card, paid for the brain, shipped it to the house, she cooked it, and in two days, she was making sense. That's great. That's great. So there's amazing remedies like this in the, in the Home Healers Program. Um, and the price of the program is more than offset by you avoiding either an emergency room visit, a doctor visit, surgery, and maybe even a couple of drug prescriptions. So it's a major... Uh, good investment. Personally, I use that information and it has saved me over $200,000 in health insurance premiums and co-pays. And that's if I didn't get sick, right? So it's really something to consider. So go to VitalityCycles.com and check out the Home Healers Program. Good job, baby. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Tom Luongo tomorrow. He's got his uh, uh, pulse finger on the pulse of geopolitics and finance and there's some pretty wild things going on with banking and all kinds of stuff commodities uh, then Fred will be here Fred Dushevsky on Wednesday to continue conversation about money and he's on top of his game and then the Baileys Mark and Samantha Bailey Wednesday afternoon from New Zealand they are oh right up there in the top 10 or 20 along with Dr. Daniels and Cowan and the rest of them there ain't no, there is no virus. There never was a virus, and you know, show me one, and I'll take your medicine. So uh, we'll talk with him on Wednesday, and that'll be Wednesday afternoon. So we're gonna do this little quick break here, and then what are we gonna do? And then we're gonna 
you know, promote a couple of products and pay the rent. You know how we pay the rent around here? That's how we do it. One of the fun and easy things we do with this Pearlseum product is brush our teeth with it. But as we look deeper into this product, taking it internally is really kind of magical. Calcium metabolism basically affects the whole metabolism and also your whole energetic systems. Literally, the calcium is the powerhouse for our energy, and it also carries the energy everywhere. So whatever we do, you know, either thinking um, or doing any work, it's all, you know, calcium is a carrier to put, you know, get the energy over there. And recently, we had a Professor Paul on our show on the electromagnetic fields, and he explained very clearly how these things were interfering with the proper calcium getting into the, the cells. That's that's fascinating. Yeah. I completely agree with his um, uh, his research because everything is actually a field, you know, vibrational field. Even our body is a field. And also pearl can really, you know, really alter the whole vibrational field because it has this crystalline structure. And this crystalline structure carries the most positive energy and also information and matter. And so when it gets into the body, um, it is com- changed the completely vibrational field. So it can heal us at a very deep level. Well, Dr. Rulin Shu, we love the sound of that. Heal us at a deep level. Want to give it a try? Click on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. You'll see the ad, Green Container Pearlseum, OneRadioNetwork.com. That's right, the green, uh, the green, can I say it? The green container is the powder. You have a little spoon. You brush your toothies with this, our favorite. It's the only thing we've used for years, and my teeth look great. They feel great, whatever. Um, and then you can do the capsules internally if you want to get some of these these materials in your little body body. If you would like to get yourself a sauna at home, we have one for $1,295, which is the best price you're going to get on this unit anywhere, anywhere in the world. They allow us to sell for $1,295 because they do. We told them we just wanted, we can't put it in print, so we only say this, uh, this special price, discounted price over the air, uh, audio or video. But if you'd like to get this sonar for $1,295 delivered, in the United States, just email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. There are no radio frequencies. There's a few magnetic uh, jubies, um, which any um, any uh, motor has that, uh, just like your car, no more than you get driving in your car. So it's not a big deal. It's very quiet. Uh, they have a timer on it in case you fall asleep. Your head is sticking out. You sit in a comfortable chair, put a towel over it, and you're good to go. You could do this every day. Make sure you have plenty of water. Your electrolytes are cool, and you'll be happy. Uh, you'll just you'll like it. I think you'll like it. It's on oneradionetwork.com, oneradionetwork.com, and then email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Speaking of electromagnetic fields, there's a lot of gadgets out there. People put things on the back of their phone and all kinds of stuff. I'm not sure about any of those. I've never used any of those, but I do know that Blue Shield works. It's out of Australia. It's um, We've been promoting for many years. People like it. Uh, it's a cube that you put in your home that you plug it in, and then it pulses every 45 seconds. 
so the body doesn't get used to it, and it it uh, intelligently works with the cells in the body to help them uh, better deal with cell phone towers and Wi-Fi's. That's what it does. It doesn't block them. Uh, it helps the body do better. That's this technology works. They've used it on animals, so there's no placebo or nocebo going on. Increase the production of eggs and, and mortality rates in chickens and moo cows, more milk, because uh, they get a lot of uh, um, electromagnetic stuff, uh, you know, with cell phone towers everywhere in there. So uh, this works. This is on our website. Use promo code ONE RADIO, ONE RADIO, BLUE SHIELD, and you'll get 10% off. And you have all kinds of things. You have a little personal guy you can put in your purse or your pocket. And then you put this in your home and you rock and roll. And I think you'll like it. Now, we recommend you don't do the Wi-Fi thing at all, but a lot of people let their kids talk them into it because they want to, you know, they want to be on their phone in the bathroom. So, But don't do that. But if you have to, well, then, <laughs> you know what I mean? If your kids run the show where you are. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. With the lovely and talented Dr. Jennifer Daniels, who's looking radiant as ever. I've never seen you look more radiant. I just think you look great. You. (laughs) I just think you look great. Okay, so we have a seven-year-old grandson diagnosed with juvenile arthritis. He had the right knee at two years old. Uh, we've refused all the steroids and medication they wanted to give him. Um, let's see, working on diet, turmeric, such as avoiding sugar and processed foods, which is still work in progress. He gets flares of swelling and pain two times a month. This is a seven-year-old, my goodness. So she doesn't know what to do. She's thinking of turpentine. Um, what do you think? Definitely turpentine. That, that really does help. However, the, the turmeric might be working against us. Really? So his real problem is he doesn't have enough uh, tissue in his, uh, what can I say? He doesn't have enough material to build a proper joint. At seven years old, he's growing pretty quick here. So he needs um, the, you know, beef tendons, he needs the, the cow foot, the pig foot. Uh, he needs all of these high collagen animal parts in his diet. So his problem is he is outgrowing his joints at a faster rate hmm. than his nutrition is building bigger new joints. Now, to compounds, of course, he might be vaccinated. So juvenile rheumatoid arthritis has been associated with vaccination. Again, it's in the package inserts. So if parents would just read the package inserts, they don't even need to listen to any conspiracy theories. It's right there in the package inserts. <laughs> okay. I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, just read the package insert. You know, don't listen to all these anti-vax groups. No, 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 no. Listen to what the, the drug companies say about their own product, all right? Get it from the horse's mouth. All right, so this kid, uh, he's seven years old. His problem is he may have been vaccinated, but even if he wasn't vaccinated, his real problem is he's being fed a low collagen, low bone diet. And I, you know, I would basically boil up some bones for this kid and feed him the stuff falling off the bones, or you can feed him pickled pig's feet. 
when I was a kid, that was our go-to snack. You know, whenever we kids would scrape together a dollar, we'd go down to the corner and buy a pig foot and we'd split it. So we were eating pig's feet like literally all week long. And we would go buy pig's feet in preference to candy. Of course, the candy was only like a nickel back then or a quarter. But we'd have to save up our money, not buy the candy so we could afford a pig's foot, which was the big treat. Uh, and that's why, um, you know, blacks end up being pro ball players and have these amazing joints and this and that, whatever. So all she's got to do is give, put them on the pro basketball player diet of pickles pig's feet. So let this seven-year-old see pickled pig's feet as a treat. And then, of course, in his regular diet, you know, mix into the soups, tendons, and other things. You know, obviously continue with vegetables and plenty of water and make sure he's pooping. But the missing ingredient here is uh, cow foot, pig's feet, ham hocks. And that's going to fix his juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. And turpentine would also help. I was definitely get the go to vitalitycycles.com, get the candida uh, cleanup report, and move towards the turpentine direction. Okay, here's the ladies, kind of long, so I'm going to try to summarize, see if I can pick out the, the good parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, 103 fever, sore throat. Oh. My um, Had white dots all over my throat, such as strep, um, and didn't, um, my sore throat and fever are gone. Okay, I'm trying to get rid of all the stuff in my chest, and I'm still nauseated and haven't gotten my taste buds back. Very weak, wondering if I... How she get all this stuff out of her chest? All right, so we've changed the subject a few times here. Let's start at the very beginning with the fever of 103. So basically, what causes a fever is dehydration. It, 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 this is this is not complicated. So dehydration and constipation; those are the two elements of a fever, because the stuff causing the fever would not even be in your body if you were pooping regularly. And water is a universal coolant. So, you, you know, you got enough water and enough poop going on, you're not getting a fever. Okay, so the question is, has she solved those problems? It appears possibly not. Possibly not. So, uh, yeah, so check that water. You know, take your weight, divide it by 50. Whatever number you get, that's the number of quarts you should drink every single day. It's water. Next, um, she can just take Vicks Vapor Rub and just slather it from the chin all the way down. Mm. Where's her belly button? All the way down her belly button. Every place where she's got bones, just slather that Vicks on like twice a day. And that's going to free up that gunk so she can um, cough it out. And that's the that's the simple answer. Yeah. Vicks, Plus that. Vicks has a little tad of turpentine in it, right? A little tad of turpentine. Yes, controversy. People say, yes, there is. Yeah, no, there isn't. Some labels on some cans say yes. Some labels on other cans say no. I don't know. I do know it works. So there you have it. Any Vicks that I've ever seen says turpentine is the last ingredient. That's in, okay. yeah, here in this country. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, apply it front to back and then uh, get the Candida Cleaner um, document at vitaliasackles.com. And I would definitely start uh, bowel movements and then turpentine. Isn't that funny, Dr. D, that a product that's probably been around for 75 years, it's still popular today. With, you know, I can yeah. remember when we were kids, uh, Vicks yeah. Vapor Rap, you think it could, it could be the turpentine that's doing all the magic? <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. Interesting. It's 
could be. Yeah, about once a year, Wendy says, my back will go out. Uh, lots of lower back pain. What foods and exercises should I do to help with lower back pain? I observe your protocols, hydrated, three bowel movements per day. Okay, so we're pooping and we're eating good food, but uh, the back pain. Do you know exercises Pig- to strengthen the back? What do you do? Pigtails. 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 That's what my aunt once a year. She can just start eating it. pigtails throughout the year and she won't have the problem at all. Mm-hmm. That's super simple. And so, again, it's only a once-a-year thing. So what she really has is a crisis of uh, collagen once a year. She might also notice it's around holiday time. Maybe when she's eating holiday food, it depletes her collagen. But uh, if it's once a year, she can probably tell you what time of year it is. And I'll bet you it's that time of year where she has a dietary change, either due to a holiday or something else. So really, her solution is very simple. Um, Just eat pigtails maybe like three pigtails a week, and she'll notice that she no longer has this issue once a year. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't get ivermectin in pill form. Is it okay to use the ivermectin horse paste? It is. We have to make sure you get the dose right. The ivermectin horse paste has a very high dose. Now, the ivermectin horse paste has on the handle a dial that goes from 750 kilograms always all the way down to, I don't know what. <laughs> but what you have to do is you have to figure out what your weight is in kilograms and then dial it back, and that's how much paste you take. That's a simple way of calculating, uh, calculating it. The other way of calculating your dose is take your weight in pounds, pounds. divided by... Uh, 10, and that's your dose in milligrams. Milligrams, milligrams. And calculate how much of that paste in milligrams you would need to take. It would not, it's not much, I'm telling you right now. If it's much more than a, um, a teardrop, then, you know, your calculations are off. As far as getting the pills, um, you can generally get them at pet shops. So I go to pet shops. Huh. The ivermectin pill they give to your dog is exact same pill that they give to humans. It's just packaged in a different blister pack. Interesting. So that's what I... Uh, what is I the milligrams so of those box. usually? Do you know the dose that they're packed out They of? come in one milligram, three milligram, oh, that's six good. milligram. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. That's 750 milligram. Or actually the pills for horses are 350 milligrams and try and cut a 350 milligram pill yeah. where you have yeah, 15 milligrams. You're not, you can't accurately do it. Right. So... Uh, I would recommend trying the uh, pet shops. Let them know you have a dog at home, and you know it's really not doing well. And you know you'd like to give a little ivermectin. And uh, what do they have? Sure, cool. Um, we have uh, Renita. She has gout. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my doctor said don't drink water for one. Let's see. Stop right now. Water is the cure for gout. In fact, she will notice when she has, when she feels a gout attack going on, if she drinks two cups of water, it'll actually break the attack. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I think this is two separate questions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So first off, uh, let's do the gout, and then, and then we... Gout's got- easy. So gout is caused by a high-protein, low-fat diet. If you're drinking skim milk, you're going to get gout. Hmm. If you're taking uh, protein supplements, you're going to get gout. So the offset is uh, to eat whatever protein you're eating 
in its whole form, unprocessed, that's number one. Number two, in your diet, however much meat you're eating, eat an equal amount of cooked vegetable. That would be like even carrots work. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, cooked carrots, cabbage. Uh, cauliflower, cauliflower, broccoli. Broccoli. Uh, What's the vegetables do with the meat, with the, with the protein? What the vegetables, so the protein produces a waste product called uric acid. So the doctor will say, oh, uric acid is high, oh, it's causing your gout. Yeah. So what the vegetables do is they soak up the free uric acid so oh. that doesn't get Cool. Right. So um, the water is critical. So she's got to drink uh, the water. And then the other thing to do for a gout attack is keeping that extremity, that foot warm. Because the crystals form at, when it's cool, and that's why they form at night. Because at night, you know, your 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 feet are very far away from the center of your body. The, the circulation is not as vigorous, and you know, get get the gout. So you need the water, and you need the vegetables, and you need the fat. You cannot when you eat on. The medical term is unescorted, unescorted protein. Then that's what gives you the gout. So, for example. If I eat too much um, tendons and I don't drink enough water, I'm going to get a twinge of pain in my big toe. Hmm. Now, if I ignore that, that's going to that go right into gout. But I drink the water, I eat some vegetables, bam, gone. I'll be done. Very interesting. What about in the old days when these kings and they used to get gout a lot, like in the movies? I wonder, did they eat too they much ate protein? The Yes, they would eat the meat part of the animal, leaving the rest for the peasants. <laughs> I see, for the peasants. So that's why it was known as a rich man's disease. Ah. Because they, the rich king or whoever would eat just the meat part of the animal and did not eat any vegetables, for God's sake. Pork people eat vegetables. Oh. Let the peasants, you know. <laughs> Let them eat cake. Carrots, yeah. <laughs> no, not cake, carrots. Let them eat the carrots. Yeah, let them eat the carrots. <laughs> Anthony says, my wife has chronic muscle soreness, mostly upper body. She has been and still dealing with Lyme's disease and co-infections. She strains muscles very easily. She's very active, clean diet, fat, protein, and no meds, regular bowel movements. Um, she has three spots that are the worst, um, biceps, pain in the left foot. Yeah, so wait, so wait. All we're getting is my wife is perfect and she's sick, okay? So she's sick, she's not perfect. Let's just, let's, let's put a card on the table here, okay? So <laughs> if I can't say that your wife is is, is is messed up because she's messing up, then we don't really need to talk any further. So, <laughs> yes, you're her husband. And no, she didn't write in. So maybe she doesn't want to hear what I have to say. So we need to just really kind of be honest with each other here, right? Just a little bit honest. If she thinks she has chronic Lyme, she's got bigger problems that we really can't solve here in a couple of minutes. But uh, the whole Lyme thing is a hoax. It's simply a uh, complication of A, malnutrition, or B, vaccination. I don't know what her her story is. So what she would need to, I don't, I don't know what she is eating. All we know is it's perfect, but we're going to tell her to change it anyway. So <laughs> uh, Lyme disease is a profound deficiency of connective tissue. And that's why it affects all of the joints. And that's why it's called a connective tissue disease. It's a deficiency of connective tissue. She needs to examine her diet and decrease her animal products that are not connective tissue and introduce connective tissue. 
And then connective tissue is super simple. It would be pigs, feet, or cow feet. That's, those are two easy connective tissue sources. Um, the other thing she needs to do, she needs to up her vegetables. Nice, she's eating organic vegetables, increase them. Any um, organic products she's buying, I would say stop buying them because all of those products are making her sick. So she needs to, she wants to buy maybe organic rice, organic, I wouldn't even bother with beans. Organic rice, that's fine. She wants to buy um, organic fruits and vegetables, that's fine. All the other organic products are probably not a wise purchase decision. Um, as far as, um, yeah, so the organic, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of information on whatever it is she is or isn't doing. Um, the exercise, it should be just moderate, like stretching is all she really needs to solve this particular issue. The turpentine is extremely helpful. If she wants to start taking that, go to vitalityslifes.com and download the Candy Cleaner Report. But the key to her getting rid of this Lyme disease, if you want to call it that, is <clears throat> fixing her connective tissue. But in your experience and opinion, this Lyme disease is not some kind of infection that she caught. Okay. If it is, her husband gave it to her, right? Syphilis. So <laughs> let's get into another can of worms, right? So, uh, but that's likely not the case. Okay. Um, let's see. Nancy has inflammation and bumps all over her face. She went to a dermatologist and she was given Desiden. It hasn't fixed the problem. This is on my forehead and cheeks. Desiden. Wait. Usually they give a steroid is what they give. She gave them D-E-S-I-D-E-N. But it's not helping. It's not going to. Ask for your money back. Yeah, that would, that would really throw them for a loop. <laughs> That's right. Give me my money back from that Desiden. It's baby rash, diaper rash. It's for baby zinc rash? How are you doing? Mostly huh. it's zinc oxide. This is desitin. I put in desidin, but they gave me desitin. Let me see the way she spelled it. D-E-S-I-D-E-N, Nancy. Baby diaper rash. It goes with desitin. It doesn't exist. Hmm. She's got a... Uh, I'd get a new doctor. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's going to be better than the old doctor. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, oh, God. Ah, so desitin is not American. It's Spanish. No. Let me see if I can understand that. It's giving me uh, an English lesson. Oh, good. It doesn't say what it is. Okay, well. We don't know. All we know is it's not working, so stop using it. That's easy. All right, so we got a problem on the skin. Uh, There's a lot of ways to handle this. Clearly, she's got a dietary issue. Um, So if she's constipated, for God's sakes, fix that. And increase the water. Increase her vegetables. But as far as topically, try um, carrot oil. 
Carrot oil is amazing. Hmm. Very anti-inflammatory and helps clear up the, the skin. Uh, it's not that doesn't solve the underlying problem, right? This is the underlying problem here. We don't we don't really know what it is. We can guess that she might have a connective tissue problem because she's got it on her face and she doesn't have it in the rest of her body. So her immune system is basically sacrificing her face and using the collagen in the rest of her body. So she can increase her collagen. So because it's her face, she could eat something called pig face. It's actually part of the pig, pig face. Pig face. It's in with the underlying fat and all the structures of the cheeks and forehead of the pig. And you eat it and it literally fixes your face. Hmm. It's amazing. Hmm. And again, um, I'm just telling her what's missing, right? She still needs to eat the vegetables. She still needs to drink plenty of water. But that's the actual cure. The symptomatic relief is the uh, carrot oil. Good job. Hi, Patrick. When I had COVID last year, my doctor gave me 30 milligrams per day of ivermectin for 10 days. Okay, so here we have it, the overdose, right? Whoa. 30 milligrams a day for 10 days. This is a massive massive overdose of ivermectin and wait 30 milligrams that's the dose for 300 pounds right we don't know how much she's got weighs uh, she Please weighs 145 the, 145 she says weighs 145 he got the dose for a 300 pound person and he got 12 times the annual dose wow right so this guy's a massively overdose and then what happened well she, she I, evidently she's okay she says but is there any adverse effects that could have had on me, how do I detox? So she doesn't say she ever... No, 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 no. If you feel good, you are good. That's not complicated. Okay, so... Yeah, feel good, you are good. For God's sake, go enjoy your life. So somehow it didn't affect her. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone drops dead from a deadly dose, right? Okay. Survive. Now, I want to digress here for a minute. I want to talk about COVID, Santa Claus, and the Easter Bunny. It's important to understand these concepts. People are arguing about whether or not COVID really exists. I get that. I'm, we're, we're just going to skip that. And I'm going to say it doesn't matter if it exists or not. We have something called Santa Claus. There are people who don't believe in Santa Claus. I'm not going to criticize, but I'm going to say they don't believe in Santa Claus. Because what? Many of them still celebrate Christmas. Many of them still buy presents. Many of them still put on a Santa Claus a, a costume, right? They don't believe in Santa Claus. It doesn't mean they don't participate in the cultural experience of Santa Claus. It's the same with COVID. No, there's no virus. But there's a whole cultural experience surrounding it, right? You know, it's the wearing the mask. You can compare that with the Santa Claus hat. Then there's the social distancing. Maybe that's the black boots. Then there's the the, the vaccine. Are you going to eat the candy cane? And now you're going to hang the stockings by the uh, by the fireplace. Are you even going to have a fireplace? So just because something doesn't exist doesn't mean the person is not, will not, or should not participate in the social ritual surrounding it. Same with the Easter Bunny. Many people do not believe in the Easter Bunny. They don't believe in the bunny that goes door to door delivering do. eggs and chocolate. I do. You do, but I'm just saying there's people who don't believe I know, it. I know, there are people. And it doesn't mean that those people don't buy chocolate candies for their friends that mm-hmm. are shaped like bunnies. It doesn't mean that they don't color Easter eggs. It doesn't mean that they don't buy pastel colored outfits for their grandkids to celebrate the holiday. So all I'm saying is 
the fact that COVID does not exist, that the virus, let's not say it doesn't exist. It is clearly not the cause of any health consequences. And it's clearly not spread person to person. So yes, maybe there's a lab, yes, maybe they made a sequence of RNA, DNA, whatever. Maybe they went to the government and got a patent on it. All that, maybe all that happened. However, but is there something being spread person to person that's causing death or illness of any kind? The answer is no. However, that does not mean people should not get vaccinated. Again, which cultural rituals you want to engage in is, is, your, is your call. And whether or not something exists, you can factor it into your decision, to your degree of participation. Like for example, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, I don't believe in Santa Claus. So what does that mean? That means I didn't spend, well, I think I did spend about $10 a year on Christmas decoration. So you see what I'm saying? Even though I don't think Santa Claus exists, yeah, I still do get involved a little bit. I did go to the dollar store, tell the kids, pick out gifts for everybody you know. Okay, great, five, let's check out, wrap them up, and here we go. So you, what you need to, to understand is whether or not the virus exists or whether we all agree on whether it exists or not, is actually irrelevant. The real question is, for each individual, is what should they do with their life? And how far are they gonna go and what are they gonna do? Are they gonna get one vaccine, two, five, 10, 20? Are they going to social distance? Are they gonna wear a mask? Are they gonna buy a home test? I understand they're available now and start testing. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna start taking this drug, that drug, this herb, that herb? How much of their life, energy, and attention are they going to give to it? And so if we can separate that and we can understand that in many areas of society, we have things that whose existence is questionable, yet we devote an incredible amount of energy to it. We have this whole HIV thing. You know, you got to be living under a rock if you still believe HIV exists and it's a contagious sexually transmitted disease. But... People are, are wearing condoms. People are having these incredibly elaborate pre-sex discussions that at the end of it, you're like, you know what? Just forget it. <laughs> Never, forget mind. it. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I know. So all I'm saying is just because something doesn't exist doesn't mean uh, that people are not going to participate in the social ritual surrounding it. Yeah. They, they have dating sites out there. I saw an article, the unvaxxed dating sites. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> pure blood. <laughs> pure yeah. com or something. That's great. Correct. Oh. Okay. So the thing is, people are allowing this to no, dominate yeah. and infiltrate their life. So we want to help this fellow. I've been reading this. His name is Taddy, musician. Taddy, Taddy he, musician, and uh, Carpenter Times. And he, for many months, he has numb numbness in his arms and hands, numb thumb pointer, middle finger, mostly right side, also the left side at times, and it's getting worse. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's see. I'm moving on here. Um, Currently trying your recommended Candida Cleaner diet. We Wait, most... I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Is he just? Is this just affecting his arms and hands? Yeah, he can't even play his guitar, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I get that. Okay. Andromeda. Okay. So we we have we got the answer. Well, wait a minute. I have to tell you that he eats mostly organic and vegan, with meat exceptions, but not often. Oh, so he's not totally Nazi vegan. He eats no, no, meat. No, 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 no. That's not. We, we thank you, but doesn't matter. Not. Okay, so we got to help this guy play his oh. guitar again. Yeah, right. So the problem is he has a problem with the deterioration of his disc in his thoracic spine at the level of his arms from playing the guitar in the posture. Uh. Yeah, so he can reverse his posture by doing like hyperextension exercises with his thoracic spine and his neck. The being big and vegetarian is a problem. However, if he's willing to make a few exceptions... (laughs) <laughs> Go to McDonald's every night. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. He should make an exception for like just add some pigtails in there. And so the pigtails we're going to do is repair that disc and uh, give him that space and decompress his nerves. And so what he needs to do then is he needs to do some spinal mobility exercises gently. If it hurts, don't do it. A little uncomfortable, he can do it, but no, nothing to induce pain. But that's really uh, that's the short answer. Now, the other answer is, if he's a carpenter and a musician, I'm not calling names, I'm not accusing, but a lot of carpenters and a lot of musicians heavily use alcohol. So if he does use alcohol, he should stop. Stop it. So where is this, in your opinion, where this disc issue is again, and does he just stretch it out? It's probably at the thoracic spine around T6, T7. T6, T7 back here, yeah. So this right. this doesn't really helps stretching your neck back. No, stretching your neck doesn't help. He's got to stretch his upper body. Oh, spine. So take imagine taking your shoulders and rotating your shoulders back. I, the whole thing, not just your neck. Yes, mm. right there. That's what we're doing. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, Here. Since eighty, I hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Since eighty percent of cancers are misdiagnosed, what are the symptoms of cancer for people to look out for, and what should they do if they suspect they have it? Okay. Don't look out for it. Ignore it. Even the um, United States Task Force on Screening for Diseases is basically moving towards recommending against screening for any cancers. How cool is that? Wow, that's pretty cool. Su- Susan has painful calcium deposits on her wrists. What can I do? Susan has painful calcium deposits on her wrists. On her wrists. Well, let's, just, let's, let's address the pain real quick. She can topically put either Vicks or turpentine on it. So that's takes care of that immediately. Now, the calcium deposits... She's got to take a look at her diet and see if she's taking calcium supplements or what's, where's this calcium coming from. And then she has to take a look at her uh, pH. Her pH is off and her, her body is depositing the calcium because her pH does not allow her to piss it out. So if she's maybe drinking alkaline water or some pH adjusted water, uh, that is part of the problem here. So she's got, so I, I don't know enough to, you know, sort the whole thing out for her, mm-hmm. but her calcium is precipitating and solidifying 
when and everyone else that same calcium is in a liquid form and is easily flushed from the body. So if she's experiencing um, dehydration, so it can't be pissed out because she's not pissing enough or drinking enough water, then correct it by drinking water. If she's not pooping enough, it can't be pooped out. Then she needs to increase her poops to three times a day. And then if she has calcium in her diet somewhere, uh, that would be um, basically calcium supplementation or, or yeah, supplements that have calcium in them, she needs to stop taking those. Melanie is in California and she's got a two-year-old grandson suffering from uh, all over body eczema and he had a vitamin <clears throat> K shot at birth and chickenpox vaccine about a year ago for preschool enrollment. Um, what can we do to clear up this issue? I've read that some of the baby foods are contaminated with lead, cadmium, and arsenic. I heard that arsenic causes... Long way to go eczema. back. Mom, gra- grandma, mind your own business. But since you're being nosy, we'll help you. The problem is a complication of the vaccine that he got. It's destroyed his connective tissue. So if you can just feed this guy again, feed him some pig's feet, pickled pig's feet, he'll probably go for it. And uh, that'll repair his, his eczema. It'll fix his skin. Can you ask Dr. Daniels if it matters what kind of tendons we get? My farmer seems to no. be giving me Achilles tendons. Achilles. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, no. Any tendons you get are gonna are gonna work. They're gonna be helpful. Kathy wants to know how does taking psyllium powder compare to taking your Vitality capsules? Vitality capsules help with the, with the bowel movement. And psyllium is a bulking agent that bulks up your bowel, your bowel uh, contents. And so when you take Vitality capsules, you're gonna have a lot more come out. Mm-hmm. Psyllium is a little dicey. If you don't take enough water with it, it can constipate you and bind you up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you be careful with psyllium. Mm-hmm. Ken wants to know, is there any benefit from taking grass-fed beef brain supplements? Oh, I guess they they're, oh. they're freeze-drying them now. Answered, yeah. The problem is, the problem with those supplements is you can't get enough of them to do the job. Mm. And because they're so severely dehydrated, by the time you even get uh, close or halfway to what you need, the symptoms of dehydration become too intense and severe. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take those supplements, um, of course, obviously, they're better than nothing. But the results you're going to get are not even 10% of what you would get by just eating the actual organ. So when you de- dehydrate these things and dry them out, it just you lose all the mojo? No, not what I said. No, okay, I'm asking so the you, is that, well, dose, what's the yeah, deal? Therapeutic, no, that's not it. A therapeutic dose of brain is two ounces. Right. You get two ounces of brain in capsule form, even though it's dehydrated, will ta- take about mm, 20 capsules. Oh, really? Wow. I see what you're saying, yeah. The maximum safe dose, because of the intense dryness of them, is six capsules. Hmm. So no, it's just not possible to safely take the dose needed. The other thing is, your body, in order to use what's in that capsule, has to rehydrate it. And it doesn't ever rehydrate it fully. It rehydrates maybe, I don't know, 10%, 20%, whatever. And so you, you just can't get the same benefit. You're going to get some benefit. Mm-hmm. It'll be a smidgen. You'll feel maybe better than what you did without it, but you're not going to experience nearly the effect that you would experience from 
the actual organ. Indeed. And the liver king himself says this, this the very same thing, by the way, that Joe Rogan interviewed. Oh, did he say the same thing? Um, this is R. Jones. I don't know what, what her first name is, but she's 56, quite a bit of cellulitis. How do you say it? Cellulitis? Cellulitis. Is that how you say it? Cellulitis on my thighs, where the weight falls off the quickest, but the belly fat is firmer and harder to lose. I would like to build my muscle mass, and nothing bulky, but then kind of get a structured muscle mass. I'm trying to... Hmm. So she, kind of she's... Get rid of our cellulitis. I mean, can we focus? Can we get a focus here? But she's always, <laughs> she's wanting to know. I didn't. I missed the first part. Should I complete detox before trying to build muscle? That was her main question. The honest answer is I don't know. However, usually the exercise itself is a detox, so you don't need to complete a detox before exercising to build muscle. So if you're exercising and perspiring, that itself is a detox. So as long as you stay hydrated in the case of your exercise and you're perspiring while you're exercising, then the exercise itself is a major detox. Gotcha. Does that answer the question? Okay. That's it. Okay. This is interesting. I started taking four probiotics at night of Dr. Gundry's probiotics. My poop was quite large at the beginning and was kind of as it was exiting. Then I would notice a, a little bit of blood on the stool and a little bit on my paper. Then one morning I had a lot of blood, so I quit doing the probiotics and it happened what? since. And what since? It hasn't happened since she quit taking the probiotics. Correct, correct. So what's the question? What, what, what's up? Why, why, why? How could the probiotics be making blood? So here we have a fundamental misunderstanding. Let's use a water analogy. We can all agree that water is good. Yes. Can we agree water is good? Yes. Let's take the same water and let's pour it in your lungs. You're going to cough and sputter and maybe even drown. <clears throat> it's the same with probiotics. So if you have probiotic but you're taking a higher dose than what your body requires or desires, then those probiotics are going to basically go rogue. So what happened is first she took these active, let's be clear, active living microorganisms. And at first they started chewing away, chewing away. They freed up some poop, which flowed out. Oh, great. But then she kept taking them. They kept chewing away, chewing away at her, causing the bleeding. Hmm. So that's the simple story. We don't need to pull out the electron microscope on this one. But if she had large poops, couldn't it also be kind of hemorrhoids that are bleeding too, possibly? No, I don't no. think so. Okay. The key here is we have the probiotic piece of information. The probiotic. Yeah, if we knew it was a, yeah, it's a probiotic. As long as she took the probiotic, she bled. Stop the probiotics, no bleeding. So uh, it's not a hemorrhoid problem. Oh, even if she has hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids aren't the culprit. Right. Um, couple more. How can I overcome emotional trauma from having my a father with addiction covert narcissistic husband added to the injury is having kids with autism a lot of low self-esteem sabotage or discontinue self-care I want to break away from all this cycle I'm still trying to heal 
kids and myself. I want to learn from how to build self-leadership. Wow. Wow. You're overcomplicating the issue. If you don't like the husband and the kids, just walk away. Walk out the front door. It's not locked. Keep going. <laughs> That's your, your father. You're not living with him. Whatever he did, it's gone. It's, it's, you know, don't hold on to it. Just walk away. The kids will make it, and so will your husband. Just walk away and wish him the best. The self-leadership thing's all a bunch of silliness. If you if you if you're in that situation, you're unhappy. You know, there's millions of autistic people in the world. You're not taking care of the other million. You don't need to take care of these one or two either. They're going to make it without you. They'll do fine. What is one? Did that answer the question? Yeah, I think you got it. What does one? What does one <laughs> do with? Um, wow, hemorrhoids that actually are exiting outside the anus for a male and female age fifty. So let me ask a question about these yeah, what do you hemorrhoids. Get? Hemorrhoids. Oh. Are they painful? Are they bleeding? What's going on here? Uh, they don't say. Okay. So they don't say, then let's just guess that they are not painful and that they are not bleeding. Right? Because he, he, he would have mentioned it, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So what this person can do First of all, the real problem with the hemorrhoids is constipation. So when you get constipated, you develop hemorrhoids. So you need to make sure that the poop is flowing at least three times a day. Mm -hmm. You can even uh, help it along by maybe doing enemas if, he, if, he, if the comfort allows. The problem with hemorrhoids like that is you can put the enema tube in, and you're going to hit the hemorrhoid, and that can be painful. So if that's the case, then don't do that. Just take maybe vitality capsules, regular strength, and just gently have more balance. All right, so we got that. So that alone and increasing your water is going to help shrink hemorrhoids. The next step, though, is to do uh, exercises, pelvic exercises. I would recommend something along the lines of the videos online that recommends uh, for splits in a day. And what that does is it pulls... Um, and stretches those muscles down there and gets them to tone up, and that's going to help get rid of your hemorrhoids. So splits in a day, the videos are all over the YouTube. Pick the one that seems most doable to you. The videos are generally about five minutes in length. I will tell you that when I started doing them, it took me 40 minutes, four zero minutes, to complete the five-minute video. So be patient with yourself. Take your time. And what you will find at the end of doing these videos, you know, consistently, is your um, sphincter is going to uh, tighten up quite a bit. It's going to hold those hemorrhoids inside, and the hemorrhoids themselves are actually going to shrink up because the hemorrhoids are actually lined with a very thin layer of muscle. And as you exercise, you're pulling the, that muscle, mm. and it's contracting and getting rid of your hemorrhoids. Is hemorrhoids a nutritional difference? Deficiency of any kind, or mainly more mechanical? Connected tissue, but this person sounds like um, that might be a little too complicated. So, in other words, it sounds like he needs to get more better control of his sphincter, of his butthole opening uh, first, because they're popping out, you know, so easily, right. and um, also get control of his bowel hygiene or bowel movements uh, so that he doesn't have all that pressure associated with bowel movements. 
Anthony wants to know, is marine collagen from the wild-caught fish hmm, worth taking compared to other sources? I've never no. seen that. Don't send a boy to do a man's job. <laughs> so the marine collagen is from a fish. I'm sure the fish probably weighs you know, you know something less than what a cow weighs. So the collagen you get is going to be proportional to the size of the animal or the function that collagen served. For example, I use um, turtle shell collagen. Turtle shell? Turtle shell. Oh. Yeah, they're very hard. So I add that to my regular collagen mix. And then I get collagen from cows. I generally try to avoid always oh, a little bit of pig collagen. But I certainly don't look for chicken collagen. Although, again, the pig's feet, when the chicken feet, I will use those if I feel like my face needs a little help, or I'll use um, chicken feet because they're really very helpful for back pain. But I don't have back pain, so I don't. It's not a problem. But every now and then, I'll look at my face, and say, needs a little help, and I'll have some chicken feet. <laughs> yeah, so you can really see the difference quickly with you eat some chicken feet. Yeah, goes I'm right. To, no kidding, that's funny. Yeah, I've not done a lot of chicken feet. They just look so icky but maybe I'll try some and again you know they just like creepy yeah yeah you know well I think can you believe it I think we did them we did them oh my goodness yes yeah. I only stayed about 20 minutes extra we did them we, we did them yeah well, you did good do you All right, uh, we speak, speaking of fish uh, I don't know if I probably asked you this before but big picture do you think um Seafood is uh, good, good, better, not so good, uh, need it. Uh, what's your opinion on seafood in general? So my uh, humble opinion, mm-hmm. uh, the only if you're eating seafood for health reasons, the only seafood, seafood worth eating is the shellfish. That would be the clams for the zinc, clams and oysters for the zinc, or the shrimp and lobster for the cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking about for health reasons. You're eating it for health reasons. Yes, ma'am. Um, every other fish, what it's got to offer, you can get from, from the land, the land animal. Right, so you're eating a piece of cod or something. There's just not a lot going on in that piece of fish, is what you're saying, right? Not a lot of going there's on. There's a lot of contamination, mercury, heavy mm-hmm. metals, blah, 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 but it's not a lot in terms of nutrition, nutritional uniqueness mm-hmm. and Shrimp, lobster, oysters, clams. That's it. You're getting your zinc and you're getting your um, your cholesterol. And yeah. Your, yeah, well, too. Yeah, the late Dr. Pete, who we had on for years, he said the same thing. That was his, his go-to was the, the shellfish. Interesting. Yeah. It's for health reasons. So, yes. so if you're eating the meat for other reasons, oh, you like it, it's fun, blah, 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 that's fine. That's the reason to eat it. But as far as your health goes, the other problem too is that, is the waters that we are using for uh, fish, you know, they're just contaminated, and you got a huge detox issue combined with the nothing special nutritional situation. Okay, one more, and then you get to go. Okay, because <clears throat> this lady's been trying, and I missed it last time. Here we go. Um, 
Dr. Daniels helped me with my candida five years ago, so thank you for that. I now uh, suffer from Hashimoto's two years after my pregnancy. Did some blood tests. It came back that my TSH levels are five. After doing acupuncture and herbal therapy, I managed to get my hormones back to normal. Now, one year ago. TSH of five is, is normal. No need to treat. The laboratory will tell you a normal TSH is four point five, right, or less. But they've done the studies. Medical Industrial Comics has done the studies. You should certainly shouldn't treat TSH less than ten. But for God's sakes, you know twenty, twenty, and certainly not less than ten. So if your TSH is ten or less, you might be sick, but it's not your thyroid. Oh, so she goes back after doing a few things, her TSH is 5 again, and you're saying just don't worry about a 5 TSH. Don't worry about that, right? No, I'm saying solve the problem. She's got a health problem and a TSH of 5. The thyroid is not the problem. She should okay. look someplace else for the problem. Right. She lives in Austria where the iodine is very low. Otherwise, I feel... Oh, it's irrelevant, right? Because her thyroid is normal. Right. Right. Uh, so... I would really want to get rid of the nodes and get my hormones back. So I missed the nodes. Where did I miss the nodes here? She didn't mention that, nodes. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, one year after my hormone, one year after they discovered a node around my eight millimeters on the right side of now, they're observing it. So she's got Wait, these... where's the node? Where's the node? The node... Is uh, it your thyroid, a nodule? And it's a nodule, a nodule yes, yes. It's a thyroid nodules, 100%, are harmless. It should be ignored. Cool. All and right. Now, if the, thi- if the nodule is so big she can see it like a goiter, right. then she needs to start using iodized salt. That's super simple, not over the top, whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that black squid stuff have iodine in there that you recommend? I don't know. It's not certainly not represented as an iodine supplement. And what's a good form of so, black squid ink? Black squid ink is for Parkinson's disease and for twitches and neurological problems. Huh. Yeah. It tastes kinda good. I bought some after you you recommend. It's really not No, it's kinda, you know, kinda salty, but <laughs> it's from the ocean, yes. Kinda cool. <laughs> Well, Doc, thanks so much for being here. We covered a lot of territory. It's always fun. What's up for you today? What's in your Dr. Jenner for Daniel's life today on a Monday? Well, I got a jujitsu injury, so I'm working on, Uh, you know, fixing that. (laughs) Did you you get too feisty with your jujitsu, did you? How'd you do that? Well, you know, we're using different things, and then you have a partner, and they, they, you know, toss you around, and, you know, hit the mat the wrong way and <laughs> swelled up my, my finger. And so it's, you know, we've been soaking it in castor oil during this uh, two hours here. Have you? Hmm. Yeah. So the swelling has gotten better, but I think we have to take a week off of classes. So today I'm taking it easy, sucking down my black powder to get rid of the inflammation and soaking it in castor oil. And, yeah. Sucking down what powder? Black powder. What is that? So black powder is a mixture of herbs, hmm. and you mix it in water and drink it. Activate charcoal is one of the herbs, and that's what gives it the black color. But it acts like a magnet and pulls inflammation oh. from all over the body into the gut, and then, of course, you poop that out. And so, yeah. Is, that. It's actually a product called black powder? 
No, I call it black powder. Oh, you make it yourself. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, the recipe is in my home healers uh, program. So I give people recipes they can use to make different healing um, mm-hmm. So I'll show you what the finger looks like now, getting it out of the casserole. Okay, let me, let me put you up. So this is my uh, good hand. Right. This is my good hand. And this is the finger on the bad hand that was injured. So now we have the good hand, and you see what an ordinary finger looks like. So this other finger was about three times the size of what it is now. So it's come a long way. I pulled it out of the casserole for you. Oh, it looks looking pretty good. Yeah, a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but it's making a lot of progress. You can also see here where the um, markings on the knuckle are coming back. It was so big and huge; there were no markings. That was oh. shiny, yeah, like a small one. Yeah, so it's it's uh, going around here. Yeah. So you did the show with one hand behind your back today. That's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You could look at it that way, but actually it was kind of ahead of me to the right. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you have the longest fingers. That's <laughs> cra- that's cra- Put up your other hand, your, your, your dry hand. That's crazy. Look how long your fingers are. What is that Very about? Long. Was, that, was your mom and dad like that, or two? Long fingers? No, uh, I think my mother might huh? have had long. Those are really long, man. Chew. Yeah, they're very, they're very, very long. And even my uh, toes, Your like t- a big toes log, is longer <laughs> than many people's thumbs. <laughs> That's even my thumb is like many people's fingers, you know. Yeah. Well, all right, sweetie. Well, we love you. Thanks a lot. You take care of yourself, and it's always fun having you on the show. We appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, bye bye, Dr. Jennifer Daniels with Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. She's great, huh? So I hope we did the uh, best we could get rid of everybody. Not rid, but work through. I'm sorry, I don't want to get rid of you. And um, so we'll we'll be streaming this uh, today on One Radio Network. So if you came in late, no problems. You can watch it again. And then the audio will be up sometime later today. So she has some different recipes that you'll be able to... You know, listen on the audio where you can stop it and back it up and then write it down because she's got some cool, cool recipes that you might want to look at. So we got a good week for you. We're going to be talking about the fact that there is no virus, never been proven to be, with two of the, the folks that are on the forefront of this Show Me the Virus movement, along with Cowan and Kaufman and Vollmer and uh, Lando. Uh, Lando will be on a couple weeks. Hi, uh, Paul, Jean-Paul Lando. And then, but the Baileys, Mark Bailey, Samantha Bailey, out of Australia, or New Zealand, New Zealand, they'll be here on Wednesday, Fred Tashevsky, The Real World of Money, on Wednesday, and then tomorrow, Tom Luongo, and uh, he's a pretty interesting guy when it comes to the financial world, wars, and geopolitics, and, you know, the yuck stuff, you know, all that stuff. But he's cool, and uh, he's got some I think, very um, timely comments and insights on this Russia-Ukraine thing. And folks, this thing is bigger than, than it looks on the, you know, on the surface, and we're going to dig into that. So that'll happen tomorrow with uh, Tom Luongo. 
Thank you very much for being here. I love you all very much. I appreciate your support. Please go to our website, oneradionetwork.com. Look at some of the products. If you see something there to float your boat, click on it and order some, the X3 or the sauna, the hydrogen machine. Oh, this um, sulfur. We've got a lot of very good things. This X3, we had quite a few questions on uh, uh, exercising and build muscles today. Check it out. It's a very, very powerful um, uh, unit. And uh, 500 bucks, you can finance it if you want. And you do it every day for about 15, 20 minutes. I am building muscle all over, shoulders, triceps, biceps, chest, uh, calves even. It's, it's amazing. And 15, 20 minutes a day. Called X3. It's on oneradionetwork.com. And click on it and just order. And uh, uh, get some muscle. Get some muscles. All right, kids, I will see you tomorrow with Tom Luongo. I love you all very much. Thank you. You take care of yourself. May the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.